Welcome back, Nightlings. This is episode 29 of the Horror Headquarters podcast. I'm so happy you guys are all here joining me today. It is very, very windy for all my Michigan folks out there today. And there's supposedly supposed to be like a really bad thunderstorm tonight. And it really got me in the horror feeling, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But I am excited for today's episode because this weather has reminded me of a landmark that is in the center of Detroit that is haunted or supposedly haunted but i'll get a little bit into the supposedly later but just to start the building is called the detroit masonic temple known as a historic haunted attraction that brings people from around the world why you may ask let's uncover that together The Detroit Masonic Temple is said to be the largest Masonic temple in the world. The construction of the temple began in 1920 and was completed in 1926. It was designed by architect George D. Mason and the neo-gothic architectural style featuring intricate stonework, ornate decorations, and symbolic Masonic imagery. Now who out there doesn't love a good ghost story? Let's start with the story of George D. Mason an American architect known for his contributions to the field of architecture during the early 20th century. He was born on March 9th, 1856 in Chelsea, Massachusetts. He studied architecture at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, and later worked for several architectural firms gaining experience. His work in Detroit, Michigan is what gave him prominence as an architect. At the time of completion, The Masonic Temple was 210 feet tall, had over a thousand rooms, 16 floors, including multiple auditoriums, banquet halls, meeting rooms, and ceremonial spaces. The purpose of creating the temple was intended to serve as a meeting place for Masonic lodges and chapters, as well as a venue for Masonic ceremonies, events, and gatherings. Prominent organization that took place at the Masonic Temple was known as the Freemasons, or Masons for short, and it is a fraternal order that promotes moral and personal development, philanthropy, and brotherhood. It traces its origins to the Guild of Stonemasons in the medieval era, but it has evolved over centuries into a more philosophical and social organization. Now, there are some rumors that George D. Mason was a part of the Freemasons meetings that took place but it's never discussed as much as it used to be back then. And the reason I talk about this temple is because there are some very horrific legends and ghost stories that people continue to spread to areas around the world. The first one being, how did George D. Mason die? Now, legend says that George D. Mason killed himself. The reason being that during the Great Depression of 1929, he lost money, his wife left him, and he fell into a very depressive state, to which resulted in him jumping off the top of the 210-foot temple and killing himself. Now, it may come as a surprise that many people have actually debunked this actual rumor But many paranormal investigators out there still believe it to be true, or in some ways more true than false. 
The temple itself is rumored to have secret passages and hidden rooms, adding to the sense of mystery and intrigue. These hidden spaces fuel speculation about what might have occurred within them, and who or what might still linger there. Occult symbolism is another aspect that contributes to the reputation for horror that the Detroit Masonic Temple holds. There are a lot of people, especially in Detroit, that are very creeped out by the architectural technique, design, and incorporations into the overall building that creep them out and make them perceive it as being a centerpiece for cults to meet up, especially in those hidden rooms and secret passages that I've mentioned. Now, if you were to go on a tour to the Masonic Temple today, they will not let you in some of these rooms or they will even deny it. But some paranormal investigators have been given special accommodations and they have been able to go and research. And many people claim to have had personal experiences with the paranormal while visiting or even working at the Detroit Masonic Temple. And I believe the most famous legend of them all to be the Watcher. be asking yourself what the heck is the watcher well i'm gonna tell you and actually someone told me this story when i was in detroit a couple times and this is something that they still carry on till this day if you're lucky enough you'll get the inside scoop on it as well but the watcher is the spirit of a former mason who is said to roam the halls keeping a silent vigil over the temple the tale goes that the watcher was a devoted member of the masonic order who spent countless hours within the temple overseeing its rituals and ceremonies. However, after his passing, his spirit is said to have lingered within the building, continuing his vigil even in death. And there is proof of this because there have been numerous reports from visitors and staff over the years that have claimed sightings of a spectral figure dressed in Masonic regalia, silently observing from the shadows. Some people even describe encounters with a presence that seems to follow them as they navigate the temple's corridors, only to vanish without a trace. Now I have been in the building multiple times, but I do recall the most recent one being a couple years ago, but I have to say I didn't feel anything from the indoors, so I'm gonna go with a story that I have from the outdoor feeling, because I felt one of the strangest feelings just even by driving by the building or even walking past it. It honestly to me holds this sort of demonic energy, hence why you see a lot of people over there in Detroit that if you ask them about the temple, they'll either deny the claims that it's haunted or they're not comfortable talking about it. Now as I said at the beginning of this episode, it is extremely, extremely windy today in Michigan. Hence why I'm talking about this story now, because I got kind of reminiscent of my time in Detroit when I was at the Masonic Temple, and something really creepy happened. And I'm just going to dive right into it, I'm not going to put a transition here because I feel like that'll piss a bunch of you guys off. So I'm just going to go right into it. When I was outside of the building, I remember like admiring all the architecture from the outside, looking at all the gargoyles and everything, and it was an extremely windy day. And at that same day, the door opened by itself. 
I wish I was joking. I wish I was lying. I recall being there with a friend at the time and we we're just walking past admiring everything and when that door opened I had the weirdest feeling crawl into my skin and that's like the best way I can describe it. It felt like an inside outside sensation and it was very very disturbing and I immediately tried going up to like open the door thinking like someone like was gonna leave and like they fell or something I'm like thinking best case scenario I'm like okay maybe it was just someone trying to open the door and like something happened or they forgot something I went and the door was locked and then a police officer passed by and they said like what are you doing and I'm like oh I just saw we just saw the door open we we wanted to go inside like no the building's closed today no one's here I'm like and then another insane feeling went down my spine because I'm like no one's here and he's like yeah it's a Sunday the building's closed no one's even allowed to go in and I'm like so there's like no one working here there's no one that has access to the building they're like no they're not allowed to be in here right now I'm like okay um all right I thought we could just go in thank you anyways and I just remember walking off so creeped out we ran so fast from that building because we both saw that door open like Maybe me even more than them. They probably just saw a little bit. They thought they were imagining it. That door whipped open from the wind. And it's so creepy. And it's like the wind can even speak to you. Like all the sounds it makes. Like going through the architecture. And all the different aspects of the building. It's really hard to explain. You'd have to be there in person to understand what I'm talking about. And it, of course it'd have to be windy. But just think of really creepy wind in like a horror film. That's what it sounded like. And then you see... The door swing right open and then close very creepy stuff and i personally want to go back in that building so badly because i don't think i was very in tune with my emotions and mental like aspects of myself back then but ever since that experience from the outdoors i think i've become very in tune with my body very in tune with my gut with my instincts so i am eager and interested in going back and even taking a tour they do actually have some tours like every saturday and sunday i believe i believe that sunday they were closed because there was like a holiday on a monday so i don't want you guys to think like oh i thought the building closed on sunday no i think it was just for that day because of a holiday yeah it was around um martin luther king jr day so i think that's why the building was closed specifically on the sunday as well as on the monday but you know i am really interested in going back because they do have tours and i want to go and see if i would feel anything or if i would experience anything because a lot of people from around the world go to this building because of how gorgeous it is and i'm going to be posting pictures of course on my instagram at the horror headquarters that you guys can check out because this building the interior is absolutely stunning i do remember the interior architecture it's so beautiful they have like a cathedral indoors that i've always wanted to shoot a horror film at and i definitely want to for like sometime in the future and you can even rent out the spaces i just worry that they're going to be very expensive and i don't have the money for that right now so i guess tbd for that but you know we'll see something very clear the building is very old-fashioned from the indoors and a lot of them have manual elevators inside which is extremely creepy I don't trust 
elevators to begin with and like this one's a manual one where you like have to pull a handle down and someone has to do it for you oh absolutely not i will not step foot in that like it's very very old-fashioned from inside of course because it's a historic landmark and it's very old and it has a lot of historical significance to it but especially around halloween there are a group of people that do end up going to the masonic temple i think i definitely want to be one of those people this year just a side note but they end up going and they have really weird experiences and there's so many all over the internet and i've been doing my thorough research and i found one that like creeped me the heck out now i will not be disclosing this person's name just for privacy purposes even though they probably won't even be listening to this episode but they attended a concert at the masonic temple and it was like their first time there and they were like really excited and they said as soon as they walked in they were overcome with one of the biggest headaches they've had that they saw two different visions that they felt someone touching their neck they felt someone watching them and then before the show even started the band talked about how like this was like the most haunted place that they've ever played and three of their amps for like their instruments if you don't know what an amp is it's basically like a speaker for like a microphone or a guitar they ended up blowing up during sound check now i'm not saying blowing up in like a bomb but they bursted like they broke and then the front man's guitar also broke as they came on stage and he also states that near the end of the show he couldn't even keep his eyes open and he said within about 20 to 30 seconds of me relaxing he had another vision and he said this one was so scary and so clear that it felt like he was punched in the face he said he that he saw a severed head that looked like it was starting to decompose it was an old white man with gray hair and he was missing his left eye and he stated that he saw this vision from like two different perspectives which was even creepier and he said that he ended up booking it out of there as fast as he could and he told himself that he would never go back and surprisingly this man was met with a lot of people that have had similar experiences there's a lot of people that state that they walk into this building and there's like this big energy shift and suddenly like the air feels very heavy and dense and like depressing and as soon as they leave they feel like a hundred times more energetic than they did when they were in the building and a specific place that they talk about is the balcony now this is the supposed balcony where you know who george d mason killed himself or it's rumored that he killed himself but he ended up living until he was like 90 92 years old so i don't know it's just very interesting and i think someone did end up killing themselves on a balcony because i have had multiple people that are in that area tell me so many different stories about what's happened in that temple that they're not even like allowed to discuss it with the public because it apparently ruins the historical aspect of the building and they don't want it to become like a 100% historic haunted landmark they want it to be more about the history of the building and they're constantly debunking any rumors that it's haunted but you know what I gotta go with the people on this one because there are many people that have had experiences there including myself so because I've witnessed it myself I believe it to an extent but when I go for a full-on tour, and I take this tour, and I go through all these buildings and all these places that they don't allow other people, I'm hoping that they let me into all the secret tunnels and rooms that they have. Because I know they're there. 
even though they denied them, I know that they're there because there are many paranormal investigators on YouTube that were allowed in because they have very high recognition and they did all these tests. People are literally freaked out by this building. They are so scared of it. And that's why not a lot of artists end up performing there, like big name artists, not a lot of them end up going there. As humongous as it is, people are very wary of it. And I can guarantee you, if you know someone from Detroit, they know of the Masonic Temple and they might even know of the horror aspects, if not the historical aspects that make it scary. I just need to remind you guys that the Detroit Masonic Temple is over 500,000 square feet. So you cannot tell me that this building is not haunted because it literally screams haunted. It looks like something out of a freaking horror film. Like I said, I'm going to be posting these pictures on my Instagram at the horror headquarters. Please check it out and you guys will realize that I am not crazy because I'm not saying the building's ugly. It's gorgeous. It is very well taken care of because there have been countless donations made to the Masonic Temple because it was actually at foreclosure for one time but they got a lot of money from like a very popular singer I believe I don't know his name off the top of my head and it ended up getting restored they were able to keep everything historic together because there's so many carvings stained glass windows many Masonic motifs like just all these architectural features that make it such a very renowned and gorgeous building but it looks like something out of a horror film like if there's a storm happening outside thunder you do not want to be within 30 feet of that building but you know if you're planning a trip to Detroit definitely give it a look <laughs> give it a look <laughs> give it a visit go inside maybe even take a tour and I'm, I'm saying that genuinely like it's a very gorgeous building I am NOT denying that in any way but just Keep your energy very positive and enjoy yourself as much as possible. Try not to like really absorb any negative energy in that building or even absorb other people's negative energy because a lot of people go there to feel something. So just go there to really experience it. If you want to go there and be a paranormal investigator, you got my approval. <laughs> Let me know your experience. I would love to know your guys' experience. Also, if you have been to this temple, Please drop in the Q&A on Spotify your experience. I would love to know your guys' personal experiences with the Masonic Temple, if you've heard any stories about it, whether or not you live in Michigan or not. I'm just very interested in that kind of stuff. And I might even talk about it in the next episode. But I do want to state right now that there will be a part two of this episode because I definitely want to go visit this building and take a tour, even though it's like $75. I think it'll be worth it because it's 500,000 square feet. Now that doesn't mean we're going to see every single part, but you know, I'm going to go with an open mind and see what happens. And I will definitely be reporting back. Now this episode can air next week. It could air in a month, a year. It's whenever I'm available to go and whenever they have an opening because they do book very quickly. Because as I've stated, this is a very, very popular tourist attraction, but I'm excited to see what happens, but also terrified at the same time. And I'm definitely going to bring up the fact that the door opened by itself. 
so we'll see what the tour guide says. Alright, poll results time, let's get into it. This is from the previous episode, and the question was, have you ever had an experience you couldn't explain? And 27% of you guys said yes all the time, 20% of you guys said a couple for sure, and also left some stuff in the Q&A, 13% said maybe one, 7% said not that I can recall, and 13% of you guys said never. Who said never? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, the Q&A responses are like hysterical and very sweet at the same time. Yubi Coco. Thanks, mom. You are not crazy. I have had so many weird experiences in my life and hearing you describe yours in such a raw manner made me feel seen and heard. So thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's so sweet. What the heck? Um, Thank you. To who said that? It's like a G X S Y Z M F. Okay. Please make a name so I know who you are. Another person said, This episode is by far my favorite. I love hearing about other people's dreams and then how they manifest into their lives. That's by Artemis. Thank you, Artemis. All right, let's keep looking. Someone said, You are not crazy. I believe you. LOL. <laughs> Thank you. And they also said a good movie to watch if you haven't yet is The Babadook. I actually have watched The Babadook and it's so, so good. It's definitely like in my top 20 favorite horror films. It's so like terrifying and I loved it. So note taken. And if any one of you guys out there haven't watched Babadook, watch it. It's very good. But that's it for the poll results. Thank you to everyone who responded and voted in the poll. There is one under this episode, so please make sure to vote on it. There's so many of you guys that aren't voting on it, and I'm like, I'm getting so upset. Please vote on the poll. It's like literally a couple clicks, and it's free. You don't have to pay. <laughs> Leave something in the Q&A as well if you guys have like any questions or interest in future episodes, horror movie recommendations, things about the Masonic Temple in Detroit, any of that stuff. And that's it for episode 29 of the Horror Headquarters. Thank you guys so much for listening all the way through. I'm like in surprisingly a very good mood today. I'm like reading one of the best books ever, even though I'm only 70 pages in. It's called The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. It's by Grady Hendrix. It is really good. And like I've had a book bug recently. And like I was reading this in the park today with the wind. And like I just kept getting reminiscent of the Masonic Temple in Detroit, hence today's episode. So you can thank The Wind for today's episode as well as the book The Southern Books Club Guide to Slaying Vampires. A very good book. I've also posted it on my personal story and I might even share it with you guys on my Instagram at the Horror Headquarters because it is actually very good and I'm liking it a lot. And like it's really good. It's very hard for me to retain like focus in a book for a long time and this one's been very impressive but back to today's episode so sorry 
I'm very appreciative of you guys listening all the way through. I'm really grateful for the support. There has been an issue with the shirts. I'm trying to fix it as fast as I can. Like, it's so annoying and it's stressful. Trust me, as much for me as it is for you. Like, I'm taking all of this on my shoulders and I'm trying to solve it so that I can get you guys some shirts because so many of you have requested for them. And like, thankfully, oh my God, I haven't taken your money yet because I want to get the shirts first and make sure that they're going to come out properly before I take any payments or even put it out on my website or make a Google Doc form about it, any of that kind of stuff. So keep your eyes peeled and just be prepared for the day that it actually ends up working out. I promise it shouldn't take too long, but just keep an eye out. I'm excited. These shirts are so nice and they're so comfy and they're so nice. Like I love wearing mine everywhere and I always get compliments on it. It's like the best ever. It makes me so happy. I'm like, oh, it's my podcast. Yep, that's me. The Horror Headquarters podcast. That's all me. But I love doing this episode. The Masonic Temple is so creepy and there's just so many stories about it. Oh my God, what the hell was that? I'm sorry. So like my freaking shade in my room moved by itself and the windows closed. Yeah, that's creepy. That'll be the subject of next week's episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Unless something else happens. There's actually supposed to be a really bad storm tonight. So we'll see what comes out of that. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media, including Instagram at the Horror Headquarters, Twitter at the Horror HQ, TikTok at the Horror Headquarters, our website that I love so much and I've worked so hard on. Please check it out. All of this is linked below in the description no matter where you're listening to this too even if you're listening to it on Castbox, iHeart, any of that stuff it will be there so please check it out make sure to subscribe to our newsletter for updates on the shirts because I promise you the first people that will find out about the shirts are people that are signed up for the newsletter so if you want to be one of those first people sign up for the newsletter again thank you guys so much for participating in this episode for listening all the way through if you got all the way through I'm just so grateful and I'm excited for what this podcast is becoming and what it is going to become as it grows. But until next time, tread very lightly and pray for forgiveness. Midnight hour is swiftly approaching. <laughs>